Your work week is over. The plant called and said, if you don't come in tomorrow, don't bother coming in Monday. Woohoo! Four-day weekend. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Welcome into The Last Word, our weekly off-season radio show of the Colts, airing every Friday evening on 93.5, 107.5 The Fan right here. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. We are downtown at the NFL Combine. A big weekend awaits. Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts. Mate, we have been grinding. You have been grinding. Over 50 interviews with NFL <laughs> experts across I the week. I told you a million times. Times don't exaggerate. I'm just saying we're close to that 50 mark. And I, the reason I'm saying this is if you want to figure out what the, the experts are saying about these Colts, okay, the whole NFL is here this weekend. We got a bunch of them. It's easy to find. It's on the Colts Audio Network, available now on YouTube, Colts.com, the Colts mobile app. And wherever you download your podcast, you're going to find it. Mayte, we got a good one coming up here because Charles Davis is going to be coming up here, uh, an NFL expert and a longtime guy that uh, played at the highest level. Can't wait. But we are picking brains this afternoon about you know the Colts and, and, and what Chris Ballard's going to do at 15 and the Michael Pittman stuff has been thrown around there right now and you know it's different from last year Matt because of the quarterback situation yeah. what it is what's the heavier moments that you're seeing as far as you're getting more clarity from Tuesday until we're at on Friday right. after seeing this young group come in. Great question because like you said we've been here since Tuesday we've talked to every seemingly draft expert and, and national guy when it comes to free agency and the draft so so, uh, as you said, check it all out on the Colts Audio Network in the next couple of days. We'll be releasing it kind of methodically here and there. But what I've learned, it's, it's a really deep draft on offense. Mm-hmm. That was probably the biggest thing that I've picked up this week, really top-heavy on offense, where uh, the consensus seems to be that eight or nine of the, the first ten picks in the draft are going to be offensive players. You might have four quarterbacks. You might have a couple of wide receivers. The offensive tackle depth, really good at the top of the draft, which is good news for the Colts because you know, some of those great defensive players might be pushed down to 15 or, uh, again, something else that we're hearing about the wide receiver depth is that it's so good there's not a, a big drop-off between the top-end guys and some of the guys that might be available in the middle of the first round for the Colts if they want to choose to go that way to supplement Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman Jr., who we're going to talk about here in just a second. So we're not sitting here talking about a top-five pick. We're not talking about the difference between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson and Will Levis like we did ad nauseum this time last year. So it's been a really enjoyable week, and we've learned a lot, and I encourage people to check out Colts.com for those interviews. That's Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts. I'm Jeffrey Gorman. This is The Last Word, 93.5107.5 The Fan. Okay, let's put this to bed. Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be here, and the reason I'm saying that, general manager himself, Chris Ballard, had that to say. One way or another, Ballard will be here. Mate, I'm talking about... Pitt, Pittman and Ballard are going to be here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Pittman and Ballard are going to be here. You know what I'm saying. The only question is how the two sides get there I really don't care as yeah. a fan, I don't care because I understand what's going on. I know that he has to mind his P's and Q's when it comes to the salary cap and stuff. I like, that's what I took away from this whole week, is that Michael Pittman Jr. and a lot of question marks, they're not going to let him out the door. Uh, it's going to be an extension, new contract, or a little, little franchise. Right. Thing. This is great news. I mean, one way or another, Chris Ballard, as you said, Thank uh, you. said that you know Michael Pittman Jr. comes September, go. he's going to be a Colt. And, and Chris has said many times that he and Michael Pittman have a great, open, and honest relationship. Mm-hmm 
company loves how competitive and and feisty Michael Pittman is, and you want him to be that alpha on this team in a very healthy way. So I think it's exciting to think about Pittman with a healthy Anthony Richardson, with a healthy Jonathan Taylor, and some other weapons that the Colts are going to inevitably add to this offense, either through free agency or the draft. So I just think it's really important that Pittman is on this team next year because of his leadership, the toughness that he brings in the receiving game, obviously, the willing blocker that he is in the running game, and just he's a clutch receiver. He's the Colts' best, most clutch, productive guy in big moments, and you want him on your team. Mate, everybody's so excited about Anthony Richardson. Obviously, we talk about it ad nauseum. Uh, sample size of what we saw, but obviously with a healthy 28 behind him and Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr. coming back, Anthony Richardson. Chris Ballard talked about this, his ongoing rehab program. We've seen him throwing passes out at the high school field wherever he was at. Ballard says he's happy where Richardson is at and he's throwing again, but he's also very cautious. And I like that he said this because he's been through extensive rehab before with the starting quarterback, and that man's name was Andrew Luck. Hey, yeah. Mate, number twelve, right? <laughs> number twelve. What, what what does Ballard mean when he's saying being cautious yeah. on this thing? Because we know what Andrew Luck meant to this team and this city and this offense. We know what Anthony Richardson, same thing. So obviously he's not going to try and push anything. But Mate, these are thoroughbreds. All they want to do is run. All they want to do is get out there and run. Get back as soon as possible. Exactly. So it's going to be a tough one. What do you think with this thing being cautious? I just think that he means that he has seen progress reports before with injured quarterbacks and he's been down this road before and we know how it ended inevitably with Andrew Luck and I think he's learned some lessons on how some things have gone. So I think he's right to be a little bit cautious with the timelines and things like that. But at the end of the day, the Colts are going to do right by Anthony Richardson, and they're going to do what's best for the team. They don't want Anthony to feel, you know, for lack of a better term, too ahead of the game when it comes to his injured shoulder, and they don't want him to kind of re injure or re-aggravate that by pushing it too much, knowing they've got time. They want him to be back, obviously, as quickly as possible with his teammates, get back with the playbook, uh, OTAs in the spring. But the ultimate goal is it's training camp mm-hmm. in September, right, the week after Labor Day. So we got a long way to go before we get to that. But the good news is is that it's it's all been positive when it comes to Anthony Richardson's health and his rehab since the shoulder surgery. Uh, but Chris is right. Anthony still hasn't quote, arrived, right? He hasn't arrived yet because of all the time that he missed. Uh, He only played four games last year, so there's still kind of a a big question mark in the big picture when it comes to the Colts quarterback. Let's get those quarterbacks off the the top of the list. Hey, keep them going. Get seven quarterbacks out of there before the first (laughs) ten picks. uh, I'm just saying, make it interesting for the (laughs) rest of us. Michael Penix needs to go ten. That's what I'm saying. We'd love to see Bo Nix in there as well. Hey, we got so much stuff coming to you from down here at the NFL Combine. Lucas Oil Stadium Convention Center, if you're a football nerd, It is the place to be. We are bringing you so much on the Colts Audio Network, available on YouTube, Colts.com, and the Colts mobile app, wherever you download your podcast. Matt Taylor, I'm Jeffrey Gorman. When we come back, Charles Davis, our buddy from the NFL Network, is going to come in here and break down the depth in this upcoming draft as it relates to the needs of your Colts. Don't go anywhere. 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. 
now return to the off-season home of the Colts. The Last Word with Jeffrey Gorman and Mac Taylor from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio. Welcome back to The Last Word down here at the NFL Combine, Lucas Oil Stadium. Beautiful downtown Indianapolis. Got some good weather coming up this weekend, Maytay. I yeah. know you'll get the leaf blower out after you're done with your, your draft priorities. The power combine. Yeah, you got that stuff going. Fans, hope you have a great weekend out there. And remember, this place is all eyes of the NFL world are on Indianapolis once again. And I'm just saying this again. I sound like I'm beating Indianapolis city chest. I'm not. This is a great place for the combine. This You hear people squawking and moaning, ah, Vegas wants a combine. Detroit wants a combine. Nashville wants a combine. This is great, man. For everything that they need to do, Matt, the medicals included, the one-on-one interviews. Yeah, everybody runs. Some people run, I should say. Some people throw. They don't and stuff like that. But the medicals are the most important. This place has everything. Everybody that you talk about, from any team, it doesn't matter, says, don't go anywhere. Why are we talking about having this place somewhere else? Well, why? That, that's just it. That's that's what I'm most baffled by is why, why does the NFL even entertain what are we doing here? offers? I don't know how anybody, any other city or team uh, or any other entity could replicate this because to your point if you're from out of town you come to the combine fly into the airport you get out of your uber you don't need to get into right. a car for five days That's i don't know a, why you would move this we're surrounded by the steelers the panthers are here who else we got the detroit lions are chargers down here over there media row where we're at right here if you ask any of them they'll say the same thing don't go anywhere bro mm-hmm. I, I don't care if it's sunny out or not sunny out or cold out or not and cold selfishly out. we like to come down here and sleep in our own bed right? yeah i like that you like, I like those comforts I like getting in the car. Okay, let's talk to Charles Davis earlier this week. Mate and myself caught up with the NFL Network Insider talking about all things of this NFL draft, but also as it relates to the needs of the Colts. Joined now by an old friend, and I'm glad you're here, Charles Davis. Thank you. We're going to talk this NFL Combine. The NFL Network provides live coverage of the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine. Thursday through Sunday, coverage starts at 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday and Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. Charles, you're going to be busy with the NFL Network this week. Yeah. I got to talk quarterbacks because yes. everybody's talking there. Everybody's you, talking. You see the top of the list. Do me a little favor. Compare. Let's go back a year. Mm-hmm. Kind of look at those quarterbacks a little bit and compare them to this year. Similar, like uh, everybody is up there saying, hey, we need it. Same scenario this year. There's going to be moves to move up. There's teams that we haven't even heard about or talked about that are going to try and get up in that top five and grab a quarterback. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think that's very accurate. I think people are making those, those conversa- having those conversations, making those phone calls, sending out those feelers because if there's a guy that you want, you know you've got to really go get him up there unless of course you're in love with jj mccarthy in Mm -hmm. michigan who i think is probably a little bit underrated although that's starting to dissipate because how many times do we talk about someone called underrated underrated (laughs) underrated they're no longer underrated Mm -hmm. all right we're going to see more and what you're backing on with jj mccarthy is the things that you've seen on tape you're going to get more and more of that he hadn't had to demonstrate it as much at michigan because they turn around put the ball in the chest of quorum put the ball in the chest right and off they went he can make throws. He can make plays. We watched him do it. He just wasn't asked to do it on a continued basis because Michigan was lining up and beating you up on the line of scrimmage so they could run the football. The next set of quarterbacks, because our top tier is Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake Mack. Can you stay there for a second? Right. Daniels, up the list, and this is a, what, a nine-week period that he jumped so big? Okay, well, let's, let's, let's go back over the last few years. Going into his senior year, Joe Burrow, did mm. anyone have him as a top overall pick? Mm. The answer was no. Not going into yeah, it. Yeah, not yeah, going right, into it. Right. He played his way into right. it his senior year, but going into it, the answer was no. People, Some people had a you know, third round, fourth round grade on it. So off he goes. I know Zach Wilson's career hasn't gone great, but let's go back to when he was coming out. Yeah. He's another guy going into his senior year. Eh, 
end up being number two pick in the entire right, draft. Right, right, right. So we're seeing these rises. And if you look around, Daniel Jeremiah made this made this distinction with me the other day. He said, there's been a lot of the transfers. Didn't work one place. It worked another place. Different set of coaching. Here we go. Bo Nix fits that category. Michael Penix fits that category. Jaden Daniels fits that category. So, yeah, I'm, I'm used to this late rise. I think we used to have the, the, the Rock's arch eyebrow over the late rise. <laughs> I don't know that we have it quite as much now. We just kind of see it, and then we kind of take it at face value. Yeah. Daniels and May are going to be a big fight at two. Because I think Caleb Williams, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We, Caleb Williams, I'm just putting him in Chicago one, and I'm not having that discussion over. anymore. Okay? I think it's over. Mm-hmm. Two is where the fight begins. Yeah. Jaden Daniels, May. Manny Daniels, Daniels, May. That's where I think it is. I think now we start getting into when you're the Giants at six, do you believe in McCarthy? Do you believe in Penix? Do you believe in Bo Nix? Now we're starting to have that conversation. Is that too rich for you? Not if you think he's my guy. Right. No one's too rich if you think you're the guy. Travis Frederick. Remember, remember Travis Frederick sure. in the Dallas with Dallas draft in the center front of Wisconsin, and the whole draft freaked out. <laughs> Whoa! You gotta get him in the third round. They took him in the first because they had conviction. They were right. He was hey, all right, pro. Right. Worked out. Charles, you have great perspective on the entire league. I know this is a loaded question, but let's talk about the Colts. Sure. What is an ideal offseason? for the Colts with Anthony Richardson coming back yep. missing all that time between free agency and the draft what's best case scenario for the Colts health 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 yeah. and health right I mean that's I mean I sit there and watch the Colts and we were joking before we, we started doing this you know my crew my broadcast crew at CBS we actually talked about it during the season like we haven't seen the Colts in what two seasons now, yeah. and we'd like to do that because we love coming here. All right, this is a great place to come and good organization to work with and the whole thing. But health, Jonathan Taylor dinged last year, right? Anthony Richardson just getting started, dinged last year. Offensive line playing hurt last year. Health, 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 and health. I love Shane Steichen. You'd mentioned it, Matt. He's all ball, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You spend that time with him. But he's all ball. How do I get better all the time? He's not all ball and just trying to let you know that he has a big brain. Right. We've had a few coaches recently that have fallen prey to that. And it hasn't worked so well for them. This guy is much more of a, I love ball. How am I going to do it for my organization? How am I going to do it for my team? I think that's a big one for them. Keeping Gus as, the, as your defense coordinator so you get your system in place. Obviously, you still need players. Mm-hmm. Okay, You still need guys who can make some of these extra plays, take some pressure off of your guys out wide. But I think Pittman, Downs, I think those are good football players. I just think they've got a chance. And by the way, you're in the right division. You're absolutely <laughs> right. in the right division because when you sit down and analyze it, two straight years now, the team that had the division locked up at halfway point yeah. didn't finish the job. Yeah. Okay, two years ago was the Titans. Mm-hmm. We had we all waved the white flag. Yeah, right, Seven right, straight right, losses. Right. Yeah, you guys were the best ones to signify the white flag was raised yeah. by the moves that were made by ownership when it looked like the Titans had it locked up, right? right? And then Jacksonville reeled them in last year. Jacksonville midseason, what eight and three? Sure, eight and three. This thing was done. Yeah, yep. one and done. One and five. And at the end of the season, they weren't the team. Right. So this is a volatile division. Charles Davis, right there from the NFL Network. Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts. I'm Jeffrey Gorman. We're talking ball all over the place with those Colts. Michael Pittman Jr. up yeah. for a uh, possibility of a franchise tag or uh, a new contract. What does he mean to this offense? What are the offseason priorities in your eyes for Chris Ballard? He means a ton to this offense because if you're coming back with Anthony Richardson, who did, who, who who lost his rookie year. And that growth and development, you guys saw it. And tell me, tell me if I'm wrong on this one. If you're talking about targets for a kid coming out of college who's a low 60% thrower, mm-hmm. 
you want people who've got catch radius. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Now, Downs didn't fit that, but his catch radius was getting open and creating separation, so that increases your catch radius because now it's not a contested catch. But Pittman, can he go up and get the football? Is he more forgiving if the ball's not right on the numbers? Yes. Those are what, that's what he means to a young quarterback. That's what he means to an organization. By the way, when he makes that big snag mm-hmm. and the chains move and the defense stays off the field yeah. and you get extra downs and now Jonathan Taylor can impose his will, that's what you're looking for. I remember talk, looking at the, the team last year and seeing how you were built. Do you have the big tight end who can go get it? You know, I kept waiting for, was it Jelani Woods? Right. I kept waiting for Woods to be one of those guys. That's what you're talking about having. People who can be forgiving for your quarterback as he develops. And by the way, we're all hoping to see the Josh Allen bounce. Sure. We thought Josh Allen was a 50-something percent thrower because that's all he was in college. Yeah. And I've never seen a growth. We did his first play. It was game. crazy. It was crazy, nuts. right, it Matt? It was nuts. I mean, First, it went from like 57 to 70. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and in the NFL, no. That doesn't happen. Yeah. No. Like if you turn that script in for a Disney movie, they go, <laughs> you know, you might want to back that down a little bit. Right. We, we, we did his first playoff game his third year in the league. Just what you had said. He'd gone from 57% to 60-something percent to 70% that year. Yeah. You don't have that kind of growth in the league. But what he did was he opened the door for people who had low percentages sure. before that we would have put down the line and said, you know, maybe it can happen now. Yeah. And that's where Anthony Richardson is. Going along with the Colts, last year having to start 13 games with Gardner Minshew yeah. right there, right, right on the there. precipice of, of making the playoffs. We remember how week 18 went. Yep. But does that give you even more confidence in Shane Steichen? Because he's worked with a lot of different quarterbacks, a lot of different styles. This guy can make it work with whatever deck of cards or whatever hand he's been dealt. You guys are around him more than I am, but I'm willing to wager that well, I shouldn't say wager because I work for the league. So I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to discuss <laughs> that you never heard him once say anything about what he didn't have. No, that's right. It's not that's what he. Right. It's not how he operates. No, it doesn't make excuses. Right? Yeah. He does. He does. Gene Hackman and Hoosiers. This is your team. Right. Right. Let's cheer for who's here. Coach not goes, for, I go. Not for who's not here. Right. So, so that's how that's how Shane operates. And the guys bought in, yeah. the guys believed, and it's a powerful deal. And what's really crazy about it is, at one point, you guys went to Baltimore and beat them in overtime. Yeah, right, right. How about that? And I had just gotten done watching Baltimore. I think we saw that, and then Baltimore came to Pittsburgh, beat Pittsburgh up for like 58 minutes, Pickett throws a bomb to the side to Pickens, and somehow Pittsburgh walks away with a win. And I was like, what the heck is going on in this league? <laughs> right. But I think doing that, going to Baltimore and saying, hey, we don't back down off of anyone, and yeah. if you leave the door open and we find a way to make plays and win, that was a big deal. Charles Davis right there from the NFL Network. You've been uh, you've been eyeing some of these draft prospects. you got your eye on a few guys that may be, uh, you know, under the radar freaks of nature when it comes around to Sunday football, even yeah. in the mid-rounds. Anybody here? Uh... You, you know, it's funny. I don't know that I'm even at the under the radar where they, they, <laughs> right. they've gotten there. You know, I'm still – catching up as we go you know you go from the nfl season i worked the super bowl this year i got lucky enough to do the world feed with my, my partner ian eagle for the 11th straight year so i'm just turning the page on you gotta throw madden prospects. in there that's somewhere too i mean yeah you yeah know. that you know that that's always there but but, but but seeing it but i'm going to give you a guy that just his body beautiful mm-hmm. and we don't know what we've got yet <laughs> and his name is jalex hunt Okay. And he's an edge rusher out of Houston Christian, which used to be Houston Baptist. Mm-hmm. He was a safety at Cornell and wow. barely played safety at Cornell. Wow. Body transforms, goes to Houston Christian, becomes an edge rusher, becomes the Southland Player of the Year on defense. He was at the Senior Bowl, didn't tear it up. 
but this kid is developing and come. I'm, I'm just wondering if you get him in the fifth round, right, sixth right, round, right. Yeah. and you work. I want to see what he looks like in two to three years because he certainly looks the part. So I'm just throwing that. You want a mid-round? I'm yeah. going to give you one. Yeah, that's, that's deep right there. That's you ask. He delivers. Sorry to bring and, Charles on. And right. I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. <laughs> Let's right. talk in a month. There you go. Is this your bag right here? That is my bag. All right, I'll take a, uh, I'll take a cherry airhead. There we go. Uh, some Sour Patch Kids. By I know the, you're loaded. By, by, I know by, you're loaded. By the, by the way, when the heck <laughs> are the Rocket Fizz people going to hear us? <laughs> Every year we do this. Hear Every us year. and say, you guys, you guys are in. We're sponsoring you guys. Oh, we, we, should we, should collect, sign. we should collectively have signed our NIL with Rocket <laughs> Fizz already. That's the one right there. All right. So Rocket Fizz. A meet and greet with Charles Davis right outside the circle. Uh, listen, Rocket, Rocket Fizz. Fizz, if you're listening, we are your people. We do this every single year. And by the way, we can do more, okay? <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be a one-off once a year. No, no. We, we can do more. That's why we have to get you back for Colts games. Got to yep. be back for no, Colts games. We'll the, rock and The roll. running joke is here, I mean, three, four years ago here at the Combine, I said, Charles, you've been to the Combine a million times. You've done a million Colts games. Like, what's your favorite place in India? He goes, Rocket Fizz. <laughs> and, <laughs> the candy and, store. And, and by the way, after, after we picked him up, we picked Matt up off the floor. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> what? You know, you know the, no, no prime saying elbows, no, no prime, elbows, no notion, yeah. none of that. No, 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 no. No, just fizz, just the candy store, like he's eight years old. I love it. Hey, Which, whatever it takes. Charles, let's bring it back to present day right here. Last question is, do we see a three-peat, which I've never thought that I could be talking about at this I, level I don't, of, I don't of bet play? I don't bet against For God's them. sakes. But yeah. here's the deal. With I, a salary cap, with losing key I players. Know, it's unbelievable. And with the receiving core, he yes. has and did it for two years in a row. Um, and the defense and the transformation from offense first to defense first. The transformation of Patrick Mahomes saying, I won't play hero ball quarterback because my defense is really good. I show you maturation. I said it during the year. I stand by it. The last four, the playoffs and into the playoffs was the best quarterback play Patrick Mahomes has played in his career. I agree. I don't care about the MVPs. I don't care about the big numbers. No mistakes. He was the best version of quarterback he could be during that time because he understood his team. He understood clock. He understood situation. He would take sacks. To make sure he held on to the football as opposed to throwing it up for grabs. He did everything right down the stretch. By the time he threw an interception, it was the Super Bowl. Right, right. That was his first interception in his last seven playoff games. And that one was just he threw it off target. Yeah. Okay? So, so I just think that that's the deal. Can they do it? They better re-sign Chris Jones. Love it. Charles, we could talk all day. Have fun at this NFL Combine. Don't forget, the NFL Network has you covered. Charles will be there as well, providing live coverage of the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine Thursday through Sunday. Coverage starts at 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday and Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. He was at the gym at 5.40 a.m. today. <laughs> yeah, Charles and Chris, Davis. Chris Bielman told me I was late. And Chris Spielman <laughs> beat him there. Chris the, Bielman's the like, where have you Greg. been? I love it. I Great love to it. see you love guys. Love talking to you, Charles. Appreciate Charles. it. Thanks for everything rocket fizz (laughs) take note (laughs) big thanks right there to charles davis great nfl network insider been a longtime friend of the colts radio network be sure and the rocket fizz spokesperson no he is a rocket fizz guy he loves the candy shop i went back two years ago to our old interviews yeah. and old files of, of talking with Charles about, Davis. Right? And every single one of them, he's talking about the candy store, candy. airheads and, and, and Loves you know, what he, fun dip. We didn't even bring up he's a voice of Madden, don't forget. I mean, that's that <laughs> Charles Davis that we're talking about, talking candy shops with him. I and, love it. And the best guy here at the combine. I know, sweetheart of a man. Listen, be sure to check out the latest on the Colts on the Colts Audio Network. It's a featuring our podcast that goes out a couple times a week, obviously. But listen, there's so much more on there. NFL insiders galore this week, including Daniel Jeremiah caught up with 
us. Eric Edholm, Jordan Reed, and Matt Miller from ESPN. Brad Spielberger, Trevor Sakema from Pro Football Focus, among others, and the AFC South Insiders as well. You know what I like? Mm -hmm. I like when you get around with the other AFC South play-by-play guys, the Mike Keats and uh, uh, Mark Vandermeer from Frank Frangie and Frank Frangie from Jacksonville. When you guys talk shop, I love that, and that's also available on there. Good stuff, mate. Free agency previews, rather. Uh, Several in-house free agents. We're going to be talking about it. It's all right there on the Colts Audio Network. Available again on YouTube, Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and wherever you download your podcast. When we come back, get your thinking caps on. The Forum Credit Union question of the week is coming at you. And don't forget, we love this segment. We love this man. He's working his tail off. We bring in Casey Vallier for our last segment called Come On, Come on Casey. Casey. It's a combine edition. All right, right here. <laughs> 93.5, The Fan. We talk Colts football every Friday on The Last Word, the off-season radio home of the Colts with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio. Welcome back to Last Word right here on 93.5, 107.5 The Fan, brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, proud sportsbook partner of your Indianapolis Colts. Also brought to you by our friends at Meyer, Meyer, official super center of the Indianapolis Colts, proud sponsor of hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. I want to bring in Casey Vallier a little bit early, Mate, because it's a forum credit union question of the week. The NFL Combine's all about projecting how these college football players are going to translate to the NFL, the national champion, Michigan Wolverines. I'm going to say that again. I like that, yeah, guys. The go. national champion Michigan ba, Wolverines ba, 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 look to possibly have the most players drafted in 2024. However, Jim Harbaugh won't be returning to Ann Arbor as he takes over as the head coach of the L.A. Chargers. Forum Credit Union question of the week. You you won't get it. You're too young. And that's it in a nutshell. I'm not even have to read well, anymore. Thanks for the optimism. Thanks. Appreciate All right, well, it. Well, then, then make a surpriser out of me. Really? Who was the last coach to win a national title in college and not return to the school the following season? It's a great one, but you got to go back a little bit. The last coach to win a national championship right. and then not coach the same team the next year. Seven years ago. Oh, gosh. Pete I have Carroll. no idea. Because I was going to. I was gonna guess Jim Tressel. See, you're right there. Good, good, good guess. You're right in that ballpark. Like the whole like uh, tattoo scandal. Maybe he was out the next year. Not Pete Carroll. Not Pete Carroll. Good call right there with USC. I understand then going up to the National Football League. Another good call there. I'd say Saban, but Saban's reign was before, like it was after his NFL stint. Right. Right. I have no. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, the great Tom Osborne is the guy to do that at Nebraska. Dry as a popcorn (laughs) fart. From you remember him. That's all he is. Tom Osborne never said. Too much, never too high, uh, never just, too low. Just one. He is. That's just it. stinking one. Yeah, just like that. I'm sorry, but that's what he is. Tommy Arbo- Tommy Osborne retired. He said no more after the 97 season, after the Cornhuskers wow. split the national title with those same Michigan Wolverines I'm talking about. Drier than a popcorn. That's him. That's a new one. That's it. I'm yeah. just saying, Tom Osborne, he didn't care. Just one games back in the day. Well done. Hey, don't forget, visit the Forum Credit Union Fan Forum section at Colts.com. You can interact with other fans on Online, post a topic, participate in various discussions regarding these Colts. <laughs> Forum Credit Union helping members live their financial dreams. Time now for Come On, Casey. We are brought to you by our friends at Popcorn Fart <laughs> for this one. Casey, you better have more than Tom Osborne on this one. This is a segment we oh, call boy. Come On, Casey. And the news or the facts or the stats <laughs> that you are about to give us has got to blow our hair back, Casey. So go. No nope, pressure. No pressure no at pressure. all, right? It has nothing to do with the NFL combat. Okay. So if you were thinking, I know you get your thinking 
caps on. It's all that. But it did have a little bit of that because we're waking up, for me at least, I'm waking up a little bit earlier to drive down here to get here yeah, a little bit yeah, before. Yeah, the, you live in Michigan. Right. Get it. I <laughs> According mean, to Matt Taylor, that's God, right. You're way old, up north. Good old right? Cicero, Indiana Canada. Is, is Canada yeah. to Matt Taylor. But it got me thinking, like, I, I'm not a huge breakfast person, uh-huh. okay? You had to go cereal. What's your go-to breakfast Ooh, cereal? Uh, the Special K with strawberry. Yeah, okay. I'll go Raisin Bran, solid. Okay, yeah. so I'm a big Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Uh, no. I like Captain Crunch. <laughs> no. I like those. So uh, you're, I, I don't want to eat a whole pie so for you're, breakfast. You're, That's so basically you're what it is. Right. So, so it got me thinking because, you know, there's Fruit Loops also in my, in my pantry. Yeah, no sugar there. Do you think each of those little, do they all taste differently, right? Yeah, yeah. The one's yellow, one's orange, yeah. one's, no, one's they blue. All, they all taste the same. They all taste the same. I what, learned that the other day. What's it called again? Fruit Loops. They're all just called the yeah, same. Yeah, it's fruit. Right. That's what I'm saying. But they give you a blue fruit. You go, that's blueberry. No. They give you a yellow. You go, that's some banana. Nope. No, it's it all, is all. It's all processed it's sugar. It's all processed sugar that is labeled as and they fruit all. flavoring. If you combine it How all about together. That? Fruit so why loops. are they colored? Yeah. Why are yeah. they different? I mean, otherwise they're just Cheerios. <laughs> they're just Cheerios, right? right? Just... All the Cheerios taste the same. <laughs> no, no, no. They're Cheerios with sugar. So what's honey nut Cheerios? Yeah. And that just that's sugar. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, all, and all the marshmallows and Lucky Charms. Yeah, are, they all right? they all taste yeah, the obviously same. Those right? We love having you here. Come on, Casey, another one. Uh, you fell Come short on, on this one. You fell short that's on this right. one. <laughs> they all can't be home runs. That's fine. You got to pick your spots, Jeffrey. I'm just kidding. I do have one quick. I have one quick story about Sarah. And I'll let you go, okay, okay real quick. <laughs> oh, I can't eat. I can't eat uh, grams, golden grams. I was camping when I was ten years old, and I went for a second bowl of uh, of golden grams out at the campsite with mom and dad. <laughs> Shouldn't have eaten it, and said, oh, "I'm not feeling good." Tell projectile vomiting <laughs> in the fire pit, and now I can't to this day golden smell grams. a golden See, gram. Well, Jeffrey, you know, you know most just most, that, most Jeffrey, people have like Long Island iced teas, you know, or you know, like oh, shot of this. Golden grams. Golden grams. <laughs> I, I really do like these. These oh, golden he, he grams literally, s'mores. You literally have snacks. Gold these are, Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts. At Maytay, I mean, at Maytay Colts, Casey Valier's here. You guys are a lot of fun. And, guys, I want to thank both of you guys because, folks, these two men right here who head up our radio department absolutely worked their tail off this week. Like I said, almost 50 interviews with NFL insiders regarding this draft and your Colts. Guys, tip of the hat to both of you because you were nonstop hey, for you five well, straight Jeffrey. days here today and Colts fans you're lucky to have this radio team because these two guys again work their tails off I appreciate it so I gotta ask a favor Taylor uh, our Pacers are down in New Orleans this weekend you just give me Marv Albert even though it's the NFL combine but the Pacers are headed to New Orleans well transitioning from football to the hardwood it is Pacer hoops Pacers Pelicans in the city of Mardi Gras on a weekend with Jeffrey Gorman projectiling Golden Grams all over Bourbon Street. 93.5, 107.5, the fan, the Pacers, and the Pelicans are up next.